Well, thank you so much for braving the weather and coming out this morning. I just got back from Washington yesterday, and uh, when I heard on the news that today is going to be, I said, thank God I came yesterday. And uh, so that the British Airways had uh, canceled a couple of flights. So praise God. I will encourage you, just like uh, we just worshipped, to just bow down your head and uh, remain in that presence. The Bible says in his presence there is freedom, there is liberty. No matter what has been going on, no matter what you are facing, I have good news for you. The Lord has overcome everything. There is absolutely nothing that is impossible to the God of our salvation. So this morning, Lord, as we come into your presence, we just surrender all unto you. Lord, we are overwhelmed. We are perplexed. We are so full of the magnitudes of your greatness and of your love. Lord, we are so filled with uh, the reality of heaven coming into earth, but yet hardly experience it on a personal level. So today as we go into your word, as we have come into your presence, our prayer is that we will not go back the same. Our prayer is that we will have an experience of what the Bible talks about. Not only in the area of healing, because some of us, we are not sick, so to say. But in every aspect, spirit, soul, and body. Our prayer this morning is that we will have an encounter with you. An experience that we will have, that we will cherish for life because of who you are. So we pray and entrust this uh, next uh, 25 to 30 minutes into your able hands. Come Holy Spirit and lead us into this moment. If you receive it, would you say amen to that? Amen. I would like to say that on many occasions, uh, we as the people of God, we have been unable to receive all that the Bible talks about because of our attitude. Because of the way we come into his presence, because of the way we carry ourselves. May I encourage you that uh, from today, you change your perspective, you change your attitude because I have come to understand that it is your preparedness and your spiritual maturity that will determine what you get in the presence of God. And I have come to understand that unfortunately, many of us, even though we are born again, even though we have a relationship with God, but we have come short of the best that God has for us. And the problem is definitely not God's fault. Amen? 
The problem is with us. So hopefully with uh, this next uh, couple of uh, minutes, I would like to share some few things that will help you change your attitudes. Position yourself in a better place so that uh, whatever the Bible talks about, which is the truth, that we can engage with it and we can receive. One thing that I've noticed that is uh, stopping you and I from receiving all that God has for us is when we come in his presence, we are so led back. We are so complacent. Like, I am afraid, but I have to admit, even some of us seated here right now, your mind is not here. Your body is here, but your mind is somewhere else. But let me tell you, we have come not in the presence of a man. We have come into the presence of the creator of the universe. And that we do not have not only time to waste for ourselves, but we do not have to waste his time. So one thing that I would like to encourage you, whether in your personal time of prayer, your personal time of study, or a corporate time of prayer or study, that you will do it from a different perspective. You will do it with all of your heart. Jeremiah chapter 29 verse 13 says that you will seek me and you will find me only when you seek me with all of your heart. That means you can seek him and not find him when you do not seek him with all of your heart. And many occasions, we have come into the presence of God and we have gone back, some of us are the same or even sometimes worse than when we came. And it is a shame. Because I cannot imagine how in this world we can come into contact with the creator of the universe. We can come and commune with him and go back the same. It is not possible. But you know what? Unfortunately, it happens. So my encouragement to you is that from today, don't just be present in God's uh, 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 I mean, uh, presence or don't come in God's presence only with your body. Come with your heart. Don't come with half of it. And let me tell you, we can teach about these things, but unless you engage onto it yourself, nobody can do it for you. Amen? The second thing that I would like to encourage you to do in order to receive all that God has for you is to have faith. It looks basic, but let me tell you, many a times, most of us, we pray. It's not because we do not pray. It's not because we do not do the things that we are told to do. But we do it not in faith. And the Bible makes it very clear that without faith, it is impossible to please him. And if you do not please him, let me tell you, he cannot give you anything. Amen? Hebrews 11.6 says what? But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that comes to God must believe that he is. And that he is the rewarder of them that not just seek him, but diligently seek him. Let me tell you, if you have read the Bible, you have listened to a couple of sermons, you will understand that uh, many a times uh, Jesus would say to the people who got healed, who got their breakthrough or their miracle, that uh, your faith has made you whole. So without faith, there's nothing. You can hear all the good sermons. 
You can read all the Bible from Genesis to Revelation, but if there is no faith that is applied to it, let me tell you, it amounts for nothing. May I remind someone this morning that God is still in the business of blessing people. God is the lifter of men. God is the healer of bodies and souls and minds and everything in between. God is still performing miracles. And I want to meet him at that place. So John chapter 6 verse 63 says, The Lord Jesus spoke and said, The words that I speak unto you, they are not just words. They are spirit and they are life. So my prayer for each and every one of us today is that, uh, Lord, let your spirit be tangible in our midst as we meet with you through your word. Let there be an impartation of your Holy Spirit. Let there be an encounter. Let there be an experience, not just words. Let there be the release of your unction. Let there be a breakthrough in the life of someone in our midst today. So what I'm going to explore in a short uh, time, in the next 15 minutes or so, I want to talk about the God who heals. And when you talk about this or you think about this topic, I would like you to understand that God has been consistent from the, book, from the first book of the Bible to the very end. So from Genesis to Revelation, the Bible makes it very clear that both Old and New Testament up to today, God is still in the business of healing. But unfortunately, in our lives, in this congregation, in many churches, we have come to realize that so many people have been sick for a long time. But yet, the healing hasn't come. My prayer is that today, as you listen to this, don't just wait till the end. Like I said, it's, uh, 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 John chapter 6, 63 says what? The words that I speak to, uh, to you, they are what? They are spirit and they are life. So as you listen to the word, as you receive the word, as you believe the word, I pray that without laying hands of, uh, of hands, a uh, laying of hands, sorry, you will receive your healing. And our main scripture for this uh, passage we want to look at Jesus, or we, look, we want to look at the Word of God. And we want to look into the Old Testament in the first place, that the Lord, our healer, is called Jehovah Rapha. And Jehovah Rapha, Rapha is a, a Hebrew word which means what? Healer. And Exodus chapter 15, verse 26 says, The Lord said, If you will listen carefully to the voice of the Lord your God, and do what is right in his sight, obeying his commands and keeping all his decrees, then I will not make you suffer any of the diseases I sent on the Egyptians, for I am the Lord who heals you. So God reveals himself, and we, as you read the scriptures, you realize that on, on many occasions, many people, both I mean, in the Old Testament, they experienced amazing touch from God. The lepers were healed. They were cleansed. Uh, uh, Naaman was cleansed of his leprosy, isn't it? That was Old Testament. People, when they turned to God in prayer and faith, they got healed. So God did it in the Old Testament. But in the New Testament, this was revealed by the person of Jesus. Amen? 
And it was revealed through his person as the anointed one. And Acts chapter 10 verse 38 says this. And you know that God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power. Then Jesus went around doing good and healing how many? All who were oppressed by the devil for God was with him. Jesus came physically in, uh, in the world. And amongst preaching the gospel, talking about the kingdom, one thing that he did to accompany his message is that he demonstrated power by healing the sick. The Bible says in the book of Psalm 107 verse 20, he sent forth his word and his word what did what? Heal them and deliver them from their destruction. That word is the Lord Jesus himself. So the question is, what does that do with me? Or what has that to do with me today? That is our third point that I would like to uh, spend more time on. Amen? For you and I, what does it mean that Jesus was here on earth healing the sick, the blind saw, the crippled walk, the barren uh, gave birth and so on and so forth. What does it mean to me today? What it means is that Jesus still being present today by the power of the Holy Spirit is still healing you and I if we believe him. But the good news is that he doesn't stop to the only point of healing you. He has also, by his spirit that lives in you, empowered you to be that vessel to bring healing to others. So Malachi chapter 4 verse 2 says, But for you who fear my name, the son of righteousness, not the son, S-O-N, but son, S-U-N, of righteousness will rise with healing in his wings, and you will go free. Leaping with joy like calves, let out the pastures. The Bible makes it very clear that you and I, because we have been, we have been empowered, we have received the spirit of God. We have received the ability to heal, to bring restoration. Not only that we are to receive it ourselves when we are unwell, but we are instruments. We are his ambassadors. And he makes it that very clear in, uh, 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 in the book of Mark chapter 16. From verse 15 to 18. And then he told the disciples, go into all the world and preach the good news to everyone. Anyone who believes and is baptized will be saved. But anyone who refuses to believe will be condemned. These miracles... Or these miraculous signs will accompany those who believe. Is there any believer in this, in this place? So he never said these miracles will follow the pastors. These miracles will follow the prophets, the bishops, the archbishops. These signs or these miracles will follow those who believe. So if you are a believer, these five signs should be present in your life. And my prayer is that today you will receive that impartation. You will receive that confidence. You will receive that uh, conviction in your spirit and you will act upon it. The Bible says they will cast out demons in my name. And they will speak in new tongues. 
or new languages. They will be able to handle snakes with safety. And if they drink any poisonous thing, it won't hurt them. Do we believe all these things? They will be able to place their hands on the sick, including themselves. <laughs> and they will be healed. Let me tell you, whenever God says something, he, he, he means it. These words are not just there to, for us to read. They are there to inspire us. They are there to be lived. So my prayer for each and every one of us is that this uh, promise should be made alive in you and I. Many people are afraid of demons, but let me tell you, you have received superior authority. You are high above demons. Principalities and powers, they are under you. Their address should not be in your body. Their address should not be in your head, in your bank account, and anywhere else. Where they are supposed to be is under your feet. Tell your neighbor, he is under your feet. Please tell him, don't be afraid. Luke chapter 9 verse 2 says, Then he sent them out to tell everyone about the kingdom of God and to heal the sick. God has given you and I authority. He has given us a message, but it is not just to preach. He has given us power to heal the sick. I love a friend, a pastor friend of mine. He said, look, and when he talks like that, if you listen to it from a first level, you think, oh, this man is arrogant. He said, no, no, oh, I will heal you quick. He never said God would do it. Because he quotes this scripture in the book of Luke chapter 9, that God said he has given us authority to go and heal the sick. Oh, my prayer is that spiritually, physically, emotionally, mentally, and everything in between, you will receive the healing touch of God this morning. Come on, your amen is too weak. God is still in the business of healing people. Some of us, we are not sick in our bodies, but maybe you are sick in your bank accounts. Do you know that when cash is lacking in the account, it can bring you to de depression? Come on, preach with me. Are you with me? James chapter 5, verse 13 to 15 says what? Are any of you suffering hardships? You should pray. Are any of you happy? You should sing praises. Are any of you sick? You should call for the elders of the church to come and pray over you, anointing you with oil. In the name of the Lord, such a prayer offered in faith will heal the sick, and the Lord will make you well. And if you have committed any sin, you will be forgiven. Let me tell you, God has given you and I authority. Say, so when you are sick, and I don't want to make anyone feel condemned here, but many of us, when we are unwell, the first thought is, oh, my GP, the hospital, but God never said that. Even though the GP has been given knowledge and wisdom and how to, 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 to deal with you. But you know what? The GP or the, uh, the expert or the doctor will uh, treat you, but only God will heal you. Amen? So your first thought should not go to him. Your first thought should go to God first. Amen? 
Say, if you are unwell, pray. Ask God to heal you. He can decide to do it directly, but he can also decide to do it through a medicine. How many times people haven't taken the right medicine, but yet the illness never went. Amen? Matthew chapter 8 verse 17 says, That it might be fulfilled which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet, saying, Himself took our what? Infirmities and bear our sicknesses. Himself took. Um, Michael, will you please come? Uh, 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 I want to uh, illustrate this. Oh, this is too big, but uh, bear with me, okay? It's big. Oh no, it's too heavy. May I have uh, like a Bible or something? Just want to experiment. Let's assume I'll mess up your hair a bit, okay? Sorry. Imagine this is on his head. If imagine this was this is really heavy. If I had put that, he would really feel it. But it has a weight on it anyway. So if I come and I take it from him, does he have still the weight on him? No, please preach with me. And the Bible says what? He himself what? Did what? Took our infirmities. Took our sicknesses. Took our, uh, uh, I mean, uh, he bore our what? Uh, uh, sicknesses and infirmities. So if he took it, then he doesn't have it anymore. Do you see my point? So it is not legal for you to be sick. Come on, you can react better than that. Thank you, uh, Marku. It is not your right. It is not your, uh, your, 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 your point to receive and to keep uh, illness on your body. Because we are human, we live in a fallen world. It is possible for us to fall sick. But as you are Aware of this scripture, remind the enemy. Because sometimes, let me tell you, the sickness that comes on us, it is not medical. It is spiritual. The root cause, that is why sometimes you go to the doctor, you, they do all the treatment, they give all the, you go through all the, 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 the checks and you go through blood tests and everything and the result comes out like there's nothing. But yet you don't feel well. How do you explain that? This is spiritual. And the Bible says in the book of Romans, and I finish with that, and we'll pray. The spirit of God who raised Jesus from the dead lives in you. And just as God raised Christ Jesus from the dead, he will give life to your mortal bodies. By the same spirit living within you. I like the King James Version. He says, if the spirit that rose Christ from the dead lives in you, it shall give life to your mortal bodies. God has given you power by his spirit, not only to be healed, but also to remain healthy. I can say it without trying to prove anything, to brag or anything. My wife is here at least for the past 20 years we've been married. She, I have never been to the hospital for anything. Not that I do not get attacked. 
Because whenever I am unwell, I know this is not of God. I know this is the work of the enemy. But I have stood on the integrity of scripture and I have resisted the enemy. And every time, God won. Come on, you could be more excited about that. The Bible says in 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 24, that uh, by his stripes, you and I, we are healed. And I want to tell somebody, if today you are unwell, don't be limited to your feelings. Be encouraged by the authority of the word. Know that there is power in the spoken word. There is power in the spirit. And let me tell you, don't allow your body to dictate unto you. Understand that you are three in one. You are not three different entities in one person. You are one person, but you are defined in three different ways. You are first and foremost a spirit being, having a soul living into a body. But most of us, we have allowed one third or two thirds of this triple or dimension of us uh, to dictate to our whole being that uh, we are not well. I am here to declare that because of the spirit of God living in you, it is impossible for the spirit to be sick. Your spirit can be grieved, but your spirit can never be sick. And the spirit is the real you. If you go to the mortuary, you will see coughs there. The real them has gone back to the creator. So the real them, the real you is the spirit that is inside you. So allow the spirit to dictate what it is unto your body. So I'm here to declare to someone, receive the power, the life that is in the spirit. Refuse to accept the lies of the enemy. Refuse it. And if you resist the devil, do you know what? What will he do? He will flee. Amen? My time is up. Shall we stand? Brothers and sisters, I hope this message has brought a little bit of faith in you. Amen? God is still in the business of healing. But it's not just in the area of healing. Like I said, some of us, we are not sick physically. I want to encourage you. I want you to know that there is no single thing that the God that we serve cannot do. So we want to pray. Two prayers. Before the band leads us, and then afterwards I will come and we'll see what the Lord will do. Amen? Would you please close your eyes? You want to pray, the Bible says, because of the anointing, the yoke shall be destroyed. The yoke of infirmity. The psalmist said, the dead cannot praise you. Actually, sometimes... Uh, the grace of God enables you and I to be able to praise God even when we are sick. And it is great. It is amazing. But sometimes your praise and your worship can be limited when you are not well. So we want to pray and ask the anointing to break the yoke of infirmity. Are you with me? 
In James 5 that we read earlier on, he says, if anyone among you is sick, let him pray. So let us pray right now and banish sickness from our bodies. Let us banish sickness from our minds, souls, and bodies. Let us pray and claim healing and deliverance and restoration into our spirit, soul, and body. Open your mouth and pray right now. Lift up your voice and talk to God. Reject sickness. Reject infirmity. Ask God to heal you. Please open your mouth and pray. God is here by his spirit. In the name of Jesus.